Everybody, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek Lavasser. And I'm Cody Calafuri. And we are here with the six evicted house guest, Brittany. We're going to be talking to her in a couple minutes, but just so you guys know, for anyone who doesn't, I think everyone does, uh, they're now in jury. And Cody and I talked about it in uh, yesterday's episode that will be out on YouTube, I believe, to tomorrow. 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 But if you're watching it, listening to it on the audio version, which you probably should if you want to hear it first, um, we talked about the fact that more than likely the jury members are not coming back in the game. There's COVID. Uh, there's these protocols with these big networks. They're not going to allow someone who's been removed from the bubble to go back into the bubble where they know everyone inside that bubble is is COVID negative. So yeah. m- more than likely, Brittany is staying on the block. Um, but we're going to be doing a little different, right? Because obviously now we don't get to talk to them directly because they have a they now have a say in who yeah. walks away with the seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, and they don't want the production and and the show doesn't want their version of the game to be skewed based off of what outside people are watching. And so they keep them sequestered. We are not able to live interact with them, but we send our questions in. We still have our fan question that we, we were, uh, that Brittany is going to be able to answer. And so we're essentially just going to, you know, say the questions that we asked, show her response, and then just give a little bit of our insight about what her answer, you know, her game that she was playing. And so we hope that even though it's not a live interactive interview, you guys are still enjoying the content. So we appreciate it as always. And uh, let's get right into it. Okay, so here first, obviously, Brittany must have found out that it was Derek and I giving the interview. And so we got a little intro from Brittany showing the hitman a little bit of love. So Hi, Derek and Cody. I just want to say that I love the both of you. I am such huge fans of each of you. I just want to say thank you so much for asking these questions and just know that I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm honored, man. Like I'm talking to two legends right now. It's crazy. <laughs> ah, I can't control my emotions. It's fine. <laughs> so as I, again, we love Brit. I mean, it's unfortunate we had her at the bottom of the hit list. This she is such a sweetheart. She's such good. You could tell right from that video, the energy that she has. It's what we probably weren't seeing a lot of on the show because she spent the whole time on the block. Yeah, and 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 like you just said, you know, she first and foremost, it's always. It, I never get tired of of seeing that reaction to us because we're not celebrities. We're no more she's more of a celebrity than us at this point you know what i mean as far as being her relevance but to have someone say like i watched the show when you guys are on and you were the reason that i got into big brother as fans of the game that like you don't know how much that means to us because it it is awesome we're just normal dudes we're just normal dudes so we appreciate it and i think Brittany, who is a real fan of this game will understand when she sees the season in totality why we had her on the list where we did. I don't think she's someone who's like, she gets, she's emotional about things that happen, but I think Mm -hmm. she's very pragmatic in the way she analyzes things. And I think she's going to look at it and go, oh yeah, there was this huge alliance. There was two huge alliances. I wasn't in either of them. They were using me as a pawn. It wasn't because they felt like she couldn't win competitions. It was just because again, what we said from the beginning, you want to dilute the blood and by putting Mm -hmm. her up continuously, there's more people she would have to be upset with. So yeah. I hope when you see this, Brittany, because I'm sure you will, I'm sure family yeah. members and friends will. Yeah. We we think you're adorable. We think you're great. We think you're yeah. super impactful on the game. The fact that you went in there and did what you did, considering you were on the block, like like what you said, 22 days or 32 yeah. days. Well, four different times. It's impressive. Like and you've it's... accomplished you've accomplished way more in life than playing Big Brother. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you're doing all right. And we're, we're fans of yours as well. And we're looking forward to talking to you outside the house, but yeah. no hate on our end. The hit list is purely objective. As hard mm-hmm. as that is, 
for us to do sometimes, right? I mean, yeah. it's difficult. It is. It's very difficult because we look at it and we see people that we know we genuinely like. But at the end of the day, hopefully it doesn't hurt their feelings if they see themselves yeah. watching this back at the bottom of the hit list. Because, again, we're looking at it from the outside looking in and we're seeing different things that they're not and it has nothing to do it doesn't reflect on them as a person it just reflects on the game that they were playing right now so we love Brittany we wish her nothing but the best you know she's still in jury um I you know, we don't have any guarantees there may be a battle back but I mean that'd be crazy if they do it I think wild I think legally they they probably can't Correct. because God forbid someone goes back in there, and you you nailed this last night. Someone goes back in there, yeah. and they get COVID because they were transported from CBS lot to the hotel where we know where the hotel is. Mm -hmm. There's other people around there. Um, if she goes back into the house and imagine she's COVID positive, yeah. not even knowing it, yeah. they'd have to shut the game down. It's yeah. too big of a risk. Too big of a risk for the for the money. So yeah. that was question number one. Well, that was just the intro. Um, oh, I'm that sorry. Was that was that was just the yeah. intro. Yeah. And uh, and again, you guys know a lot of the questions we're going to ask. I will say mm -hmm. this. We tried to sneak a couple tough questions in there, but CBS, rightfully so, is very strict on what we can ask now because these people have a big decision to make. So mm -hmm. you guys had some great questions on Instagram this week. There was one in particular. It was about, you know, uh, what was the question exactly? It was, it was regarding it, it her was, vote at the there, end. Are there any people in the house that if they were sitting in the final two, yes. you, you will definitely not vote for them? And CBS kicked it back. CBS kicked it back. They were like this. No, no, no. <laughs> we don't want to give away anything that could happen. At the, at we the knew. That, the we movie. knew that was going to happen. We knew yeah. it. And, and they, they're so. CBS has been honestly great to yeah. us to allow us to be part of this. So we sent a different question. Um, a still a very good question. But just yeah. so you know, when you're like, oh, Derek, these questions are kind of like, you know, Cody, these questions are kind of layups a little bit. It's a lot more strict yeah. on what you can ask now because again, these we, they don't want the jury members to be influenced by outside information. And, and as a former player, I think we can yeah. we can respect that. And and the other thing about these questions and why we ask the same questions every week is because we want to hear the different insights. You hear the same answer or the same question being asked to the first person evicted, to the fifth person, to the first person in jury, and you'll hear it so on throughout the people that are evicted. So you could get a good gauge of you know, what other people are going through because one person's experience is a polar opposite to another. And Brittany has some really, really good answers in here. This she first does. one in particular, I really like. And so the first question is for Brittany, what were your expectations before going into the house? And now that you've been in the house, how has those expectations been met? And if they were different, how were they different? And so we'll give you guys her answer right now. So I definitely did have a lot of expectations going into the house, but so many things were different. I really thought the days that we had nothing to do in terms of like HOH competitions or vetoes were going to drag, but it really surprised me how fast time goes in that house on the days where you have nothing to do. If you occupy yourself in a way that's effective, you really can get the day kind of rolling. I also was pleasantly surprised at how quickly the competitions went. Um, I thought they were much longer and I thought they like took a lot more time, but the competitions were way quicker than I'd expected in most regards. Like HOHs would be done in like two seconds or like vetoes would be done in two minutes and we'd look over and there was already a winner and be like, that's it. That's we waited. Okay, that's it. You know what I mean? So uh, I would definitely say the length of competitions and the quickness of how down days went in the house. I, I got to tell you, I really love her answer because Every other answer that we've gotten up into this point has been like really like, oh, I didn't expect the strategy and the pace of the game and all this stuff. And she gives a really cool behind the scenes answer about what it's like 
being in the house and those some of those competitions and how short they can be. And so I thought that was uh, I thought that was a really cool different answer that we had not heard before. No, it was it it, it, it actually brought back memories because for uh. me, you know, I was never asked like you know I don't think I was I'm sure I was at some point I shouldn't say that but you know for me. I was so invested in the game. I assumed the strategy was going to be exactly what it was, like people scheming and all that. Because, you know, being a being a detective, I, you know, I was used to not trusting people and always assuming there was more behind what they were saying than what they were saying. Yeah. So for me, when I played, it was exactly what she said. Not in those words, but what I didn't anticipate, what I totally underestimated was the amount of downtime doing yeah. nothing and then how quickly you would like, there's all this build up to the next competition. Like the minute the last competition ends, you're like counting down the seconds until the next one. Like even when Heath, the guy who does the games would yeah. come over, we got, we got a, embarrassingly in, excited about it, just knowing <laughs> it was coming. So yeah, what, bro. you know, I totally empathized yeah. with her there where it was like the competitions, you are out there for a little while, but in comparison to how much downtime in the house doing nothing, it's super short. And I remember these competitions ending and us being like so slow to want to go back into the house. We just wanted the outside because it's crazy when you're stuck inside from from before the live show until after the veto. We're like we're like dying for some sunlight. We're like dying for it. And so that so that true. was really cool about how she talks about how fast competitions go because they really do. You're sitting around all day waiting for the veto to happen. Then all of a sudden, they, there's not an exact schedule. Then all of a sudden, it happens, and next thing you know, you're right back inside, and you're like, "Oh man, what happened there?" It, it so. really and I, I, that that is the you know, it's not like oh that that's not that big of a deal. It weighs on your psyche, man. When you're inside that house, it's like jail, and you get this little bit of stimulation from the games and like a little bit of interaction with other people. You can see up there people keeping scores. Yeah. When you're trapped away from the outside world for so long, it means so much to you, and it, it helps you so much mentally. It, it never feels like it's enough time. So that answer definitely hit yeah. for sure. It's a it's yeah. a true statement. She definitely nailed it as far as how it feels. How, how there's no way to prepare for that. You just have to experience it to understand it. And yeah, just roll with it. So that was a cool, uh, good answer yeah. by Brittany. And uh, that'll bring us to our second question. Yeah, number two. And by the way, I know there's a couple times my email just went off. I just switched it. So don't don't yell at me for that one. That was on me. Um, I just switched it into my headphones. Technical difficulties all the way around today. So uh, number two, now that you've played the game, what advice would you give to future house guests? Because we say it every week. There are you guys are watching this, you're listening yeah. to it, and I know that there are people out there that are watching and listening to this because they know they're going on the show at some point. They're applying every year. They're just waiting for the call. So yes, they're enjoying this, but they're using it as an educational tool. They're trying to see little things that they could take in their toolbox and apply when they get on the game. That's what makes Big Brother great. You can be a fan of the show and then have an opportunity to live out your dream. So to get this insight, although this question may seem a little cliche, if I was a future player, this is the question I'd want to, I'd really yeah. want to, you know, dive in on. And even if it's only something little, just again, just something that small that you take from it, it may help you if you ever get the opportunity to play. So this was Brittany's answer. Okay. I love this question. I would say for future house guests going on the show, one piece of advice I would give is going with an open mind. I think I did a really good job going in the house of not going in with any preconceived notions, or at least I tried my best not to, because I wanted to make sure I took everything in and was able to see everything. And also it really works well in the big brother house when sometimes you just sit back and you just look at people for a really long time, people watching in the big brother house and just observing what they do and what rooms they go in is so key 
it's amazing. When you're in the kitchen, you can see where everyone's going. So observing in the Big Brother house is absolutely crucial to knowing who's working with who. I mean, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Just and and that's part of that's a huge part of the game. Is not doing all the talking, not doing all the comp wins, just sitting and observing, seeing who is hanging out with who, who keeps going into rooms together, who do I see walking out of the back together, who do I see in the backyard together, who's in the bathroom congregating. You need to be fully aware of this because the really, really good players, the really good players, find a way to have the conversations at the pool table when everybody's inside and then switch the conversation up and kind of make it seem like, oh, well, we were hanging out here in clear sight, in plain sight. So it's not like we're trying to hide it. And so her observing and, and giving that information, I think that's really good insight for future um, future players. Yeah, I wrote about this in my book uh, after the show. Like even as a detective, when you're interviewing someone, you want to do as little talking as possible. You're going to learn, you're going to get a lot more information, a lot more data to analyze by listening to someone and watching their physical and not you know verbal and nonverbal cues and she makes a great point when you're if you go into that house sit on the couch watch people as they play pool watch people as they swim in the pool watch people as they sit on the hammock you may watch them for an hour with your sunglasses on and not see much but then in five minutes near the end of your your little bit of like you know interrogation or i should say um investigation you might see out of the corner of your eye that the conversation at the pool table changed from the pool to the, the, the game itself to you see them kind of looking at someone else and talking, although they don't know you're watching them. Mm-hmm. And that's invaluable. And so it's something where you have a lot of people who go in there, try to play aggressive or always trying to make moves with their words. Sometimes just by sitting there and observing and listening, you may actually benefit yourself even more. So it's really great advice. Yeah. And as you listen to these other questions from Brittany, what I took away from it was that she had a really good grip on how to play Big Brother and how to play the game. And it just really drives home the point that sometimes you can come in there prepared. Or you can come in there with all the variables that you need to, in order to be a good player. But just based on how the cookie crumbles, yeah. how the twist falls, you could find yourself in a situation that even the best players wouldn't be able to get themselves out of. Yeah. And, and I think that is a phenomenal point because the interview that – that she gave to us by answering these questions the way that she did just shows that you can be a great player, but you don't even get a chance to show it in the house. She didn't even get a chance, dude. She was on the block four times and all this knowledge that she has, all all the shows because she watched 16, obviously. I don't know how many seasons she watched after that, but her answers are showing that she really did have a good big brother grasp. But executing that strategy is the hardest part because when you're in there, I said it early on in these, in these podcasts, the air is different in the big brother house. Like you just get in there and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what is happening? It makes you go at 180 miles an hour or makes you kind of fall back and get nervous. And so it's really about having this said plan and executing it to the best of your ability. So you can go out and just be like, well, I did my best. It didn't work. And Brittany does feel that way about her game. So I respect that. Yeah. And if we, if we're really going to be specific, as far as where we think it went wrong for Brittany, for me, you and I haven't even talked about this. You might have a different opinion for me. And this is how early it can happen. It was the way the teams fell. Yep. It was the way the teams fell for her because they were put in these automatic, these, these uh, unnatural alliances where they were, they were put with other players and, and for, 
some seasons this doesn't happen, but these individuals, they really bought into the team aspect. Big they time. really they really were like, oh no, we're ride or die because they were they were incentivized by the fact that if one of their team members won HOH, it was like them winning. So yeah. it forced them to root and kind of work with those players because it was more than just being a name. Yeah. And so she was unfortunately linked up with uh, Aza and Derek F and also Frenchie. So let's, let's really think about yeah. that for a second. Yeah. The Jokers, Frenchie, love Frenchie, good guy, yeah. horrible game. He'll be the first to tell you that he did not play well. Aza, She's in a major alliance, but that does, that alliance doesn't support her. She hasn't won a single competition. Right. Not the best social player, although she's an amazing person. Derek F., he's a little bit more sociable than uh, Aza, but again, can't win a competition. So right. you have three of the bottom-tier players as far as gameplay is concerned, and that's who she was automatically paired up with. Not a good start, and she had no mm -hmm. control over that. Right. It was all based off of who you were picked to be with, and... It definitely did not help being on a team with Frenchie because he just created so much chaos. It almost made the Jokers team be a little bit ostracized. It really did affect Made them Jokers. Yeah. Hey, you. You, you're good. Hey, you. <laughs> so, because, you know, even Derek F has kind of fallen into that because Derek F had his ride or die being Frenchie. And maybe yep. he really did believe in that. And then it all it all kind of blew up right after uh, right after his HOH reign. So yeah, um, it really is. I think that's a great great point that you just made right there. But now it brings thank us you. thank you, Cody. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Fuck punk. Um, <laughs> it brings us to our third question, which is: If you would have won this week, uh, if you would have won HOH this week instead of Kylan, who would have been your two nominees and why? Why? If I won the HOH. Sarah Beth and Kylan were going up on that block. Sarah Beth made a very rookie mistake on the block. And as your block queen over here, I know not to make this mistake. When Sarah Beth asked me twice the week that Derek X was the HOH to throw the veto to her two times in an hour and a half period before the veto happened, that gives me so many red flags. And obviously that means you care more about your game and other people's success than you do about mine or my fellow jokers. So for that reason, you're on my hit list. And number two was going to be Kylan right next to her. Kylan is truly making great alliances in the game. I think obviously he's been able to cover himself when he's not HOH. So I just know he's working with the right people at the right time. But Kylan would have been going up. I wouldn't have cared which one of them went home, but both of them would have been on the block. So Kylan made the right choice. Yeah. You know, he had a he had a rough week. If he would have just nominated her first, I think the would have been better. The biggest blowback would have been not even Derek F, probably would have been Aza. He would have probably not had to ruffle the feathers with Claire, not had Tiffany had to battle for her, and mm -hmm. got the person out that essentially would have most likely tried to target him and his closest ally that week if she had won HOH. So Yeah, we have a saying, you know, you don't want to go around your ass to get your elbow. What? And you don't want to go around your ass to get to your your elbow, you know? But you can just go like this. Why would you go around your ass to get your elbow? It's a saying. <laughs> I guarantee you people out there know it. And you know what? Comment on YouTube, please. Because Cody's looking at me like I'm crazy right now. Um, we're not that that's like That's like something I feel like my grandpa would say. And you're don't, well, I'm 37 years old, years old bro. You're only seven years I'm old. I'm an old man. Bro. My cholesterol's high. It's terrible. I'm on my way out. Um, <laughs> going around your ass to get your elbow, it's definitely a thing. But it feels like he... 
basically he took some unnecessary steps to get to the ultimate uh, ending that he could have just went right for. Um, and it may hurt him in the end, but he did make the right decision because she was going to put up SB and Kylan. I don't think those are bad moves for her because um, she doesn't, she's not aware of like the cookout or anything like that. So, you know, those, again, she was going to go after Kylan regardless. He put her on the block twice. Yep. So he had to get her out. That was interesting. I, it wasn't surprising. No. But again, it, it does show we did kind of knock Kylan a little bit, you know, with the with the uh, the episode we recorded last night that, again, is available on audio right now if you want to check it out and will be available on YouTube tomorrow. Um, we knocked him pretty hard, but at the end of the day, if we're looking at the result, mm -hmm. it does appear based on Brittany's response that Kylan made the right decision. Correct. Correct. It's just it's unfortunate and it's why... <clears throat> It's so tough being the HOH because you are having so many conversations. You're talking to nominees. You're talking to people as you know that you're aligned with, and you can see how, even though he had that a good end goal and he got out the person that probably would have targeted him, the way that he did it, it was almost like, you know, I can't. Remember he went around his ass to get to his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, it, it's a good thing for him that he got her out. But at what was the cost? He almost like hurt his game bad. A lot of that. collateral damage, dude. Yeah. A lot of collateral damage, and I yeah. think it's going to affect him. And maybe at this episode, we can do a little bit of a spoiler, and then we can talk about what the new news that just came out today. I don't even know if you know yet. Uh, do you Nominations? know? Nominations. Nominations. No, I, I read through the whole summary, and then I was I was editing the video. So. All right, so you don't know who got nominated. We won't talk about it here. Not yet, but do you know? No, I don't know. Okay, okay, cool. We'll, we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it at the end. Okay. But, um... So the next question is probably one of my favorite questions because it gives us a real insight into the person's read on the game at the point when they left. Um, and this could really tell you how, how in tune they really were with what's going on. So the question was, who's in the best position in the house and who would you like to see evicted next? So it's kind of like, what's your read on the game and then who, who are you bitter towards? You know what I mean? That's kind of what we're asking them. Were so, you impressed by her answer? Super impressed. Wildly impressed. Bro. Super impressed. And that's what we're saying here. We didn't feed her any yeah. hints. She doesn't know. This is yeah. Brittany's read. You guys check it out. Let us know what you think. Next. Yeah, I feel like Xavier and Tiffany are in two very good spots in the house. For me, Tiffany was in two alliances that we had created together. And for me, the fact that Tiffany wasn't really going to bat for me when I was on the block and potentially was being evicted this week and then got evicted showed a little bit of red flags. And it just means that she's in a position in the house where she feels like she can't show cards yet which tells me she's working with way more people than I think she is. So I think Tiffany's in a really good spot right now. And I also think Xavier is in a really good spot right now. Xavier is playing the most low threat game for someone who is a physical, mental, and, and gump threat. You know what I mean? He did not need to drop from that wall. Xavier was fine. He was laughing on the wall. That's how non like in pain he was. I mean, he was in pain, but he wasn't in, like that much pain. Um, but he's easily a huge threat in this house, but he's laying it so low and he's doing a great job of masking that aspect of his game. There you have it, right? I mean, bro, again, I think it just, it, it, it just proves the point that you made earlier. You can have a great grasp. And she obviously hit, she felt it a little bit too late. You can have a great grasp on the game, how to play it, and just not be able to execute it. She obviously has a good, she's very aware. She took her own advice, was obviously watching things, be you know, digesting it, taking it in. And ultimately, she's out of the house now. And probably from what a lot of people see on the outside as the two best players in the house. 
Well, we had him on the hit list last night, number one and number two. Right. So it's pretty interesting to have the hit list updated last night, have Xavier at one, Tiffany at two, Brittany comes out of the house later that night, and she says one and two are Xavier and Tiffany. And what I found interesting was what she had to say about Brittany and about Tiffany, because it's what a good player has to do where Tiffany didn't show her cards as far as her loyalty towards Brittany until it was too late for Brittany. So Brittany said, I was in this big, this alliance with Tiffany, I thought. And then when I was on the block and I was about to go home, I realized Tiffany wasn't pushing for me. So she masked, Tiffany was able to mask her game up until the moment where she didn't care anymore. At that Mm -hmm. point, she knew she was going home, but it will be interesting to see how this goes for jury management, because that is always a slippery slope. I had to deal with it. You had to deal with it where you can't be loyal to everyone. And so at some point you're going to have to cut people. And I always say this, it's not what you do. It's how you make them feel. And it doesn't seem like she's bitter towards Tiffany or Xavier. So that's good. Although she didn't, I was hoping she was going to answer the question as far as who would she like to see joining her next? Um, Because that might be a person indirectly who she probably wouldn't vote for if they were in the final two. But she didn't really get into that. But I I do feel like she, she thinks it would be wise for them to send out Xavier or Tiffany if they want yeah. to win. That's kind of what I took from her answer. I don't know and, about you. And and that's um, – I, I just thought I, – I thought not necessarily the point that you just made right there makes me feel exactly how you want people to think of you if they're in the jury house and you're still in the house. You want it's them true. to think you're in the best That's a great point. she is going to – now, she's voting for them. Exactly. If she sees one of those two, she's going to be like, wow, I, I saw they were in such a good position way back. That's a great point. And now look at them. So, That's a great point. That's her last rem- memory of the house. That's what she's leaving there with. That's her last thought is they're playing great games. If they can get to the end... Hats off to him. You know Correct. what I mean? Like, great. And unless that's a great somebody point. comes in and, and blows, you know, says shit to them, says shit to her, that could skew what. Right. Like, and how, I don't think Tiffany, you. Tiffany and Xavier you know? have never been malicious. So no. I don't think anything's going to get back to the jury where Brittany's going to go, oh my God, I can't believe she was talking. You never know. You were never malicious in the slightest bit. Right. And so you just never know what people will bring to the jury house. And so I would hope. That something like that doesn't happen because that, no, that's we that, don't want a bitter like jury. That is not right. We don't but, want a bitter jury. Hey, is it fair to say, even though she didn't answer it, if I if we had a chance to go back and ask her, she probably would be saying she'd next like to see Kylan. Probably her SP. <laughs> think about how how all this dialed down. She won that in the first part of the HOH. She got the question right, picked SB and Kylan. Just said she would have nominated SB and Kylan. She probably wouldn't have given an individual answer. She would probably be like, eh, either Sarah Beth or Kylan, I wouldn't mind. Because mm-hmm. also, she's she doesn't mind. Like, she, There's not going to be someone that comes to the house that she's like, oh, I don't like this person. She's She likes everybody, I think. She, I think she's going to be very easy to get along with and understand it's just a game. But I will say this. I think if Kylan's fitting in, sitting in the final two, I think he's got an uphill battle with her because she is definitely hurt by the way he did things, not only putting her on the block twice, but his, again, we've talked about this at length last night, the way he handled backdooring, well, she wasn't even backdoored because she got to play in the veto, but the way he handled using her as a replacement nom, it was not smooth. No. And she did not feel good about it. He he just kind of kept talking until she was done with the conversation. She said to Julie that, you know, now everyone knows Kylan's a liar. Yeah. She's definitely not a huge fan of Kylan. I don't know if she'd be better. I actually don't think she would. If Kylan was the best player up there, I think she'd still vote for him. 
But if there's someone close to him sitting next to him, I think that that other person gets the edge, at least with Brittany. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I agree with you and have uh, nothing to add to that. That's that's a really good point. Yeah, well, Kylan better be sitting next to yeah. someone who hasn't played a great game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> which, I, honestly, I don't know who that would be. I mean, no. I don't know that you're going to see people that – I mean, because you think about it, the people that we don't view are playing the greatest game are Derek F and Ozzy, and if he's sitting next to them, she one hundred percent is voting for them. Done deal. In his story, so. Well, we kind of we listen. We're reading between the lines here, at CBS. So don't hate us for this because yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give you guys the spoilers anyways as former players. So that's a great little thing to run down here. Let's 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 dissect this right. So let's do some scenarios. Derek F and Ozzy sitting in the final two. They get the vote over anybody for Britney, and we'll do this yep. each week for each jury member. Yeah. Right. Kyland, I think he loses the vote to everyone. Well, maybe not everyone, but he loses the vote based on her answers to Xavier, Tiffany, mm-hmm. Derek F., mm-hmm. Aza. Yep. She's voting for them over them. And I would even say Probably Claire. Derek X. Derek X, definitely. Claire, she said Claire pushed for her, really wanted her. Last night she said with Julie, Claire really pushed for me. Tiffany didn't. So I think she'd vote for Claire over it. So Kyland. The only person he could probably sit next to. Go ahead. You have something to say. I can see. You I was going to say to you just to keep going on your point. Apparently, I read it on the feeds today when I was reading up on stuff. It was said that um, Claire and Derek X had a hard push right before the the day of the eviction to try to keep her safe. Oh, they, and she got back to her clearly because she was she yeah. was saying it. And so I think it, it's up in the air with everyone with Brittany except for Kylan would have to be sitting next to SB. SB probably. I agree with you. And I think maybe then she'd be objective and say, Kylan, you played a better game than SB yeah. if that's how it plays out. And, you know, based on competition wins, I'm going to give it to you. But I think Kylan next to anybody else who's left. Probably doesn't get the vote. He probably doesn't get the vote. Yeah. So that leads us to our last question, which was a question from our Instagram. Again, we said the first one got um, shot down, unfortunately. Yep. But nice try, though, guys. Yeah, really good try. And we, pre- guys, we really appreciate the questions that you guys sent us because we go through a lot of them and are like, ooh, it's kind of tough. It's unfortunate that now we only get to pick one. So mm-hmm. make sure you're bringing the heat. Um, so the question was from at Kieran underscore bride. Do you regret not playing in the high rollers room this week? Firstly, at hi, Kieran bride. Thank you for the question. Um, do I regret not playing in the high rollers room this week? I do not regret not playing in the high rollers week. I rollers room this week. I stand by every decision that I've made in that house. And I still do. The fact of the matter was Kylan was the one who approached me with the deal. And when I make a deal with someone as someone of my integrity and character, I stick with that deal. So did I think I needed to play in the high rollers room? No, only because Kylan was the one who initiated the deal with me. Meaning he told me I wasn't a target. He told me that he wanted to go with me to final five, but then made the deal with me for the next two weeks. So I truly felt okay. Um, and I also wanted to save my money staying the next week and playing for the roulette wheel, which obviously guarantees you safety. The veto derby did not guarantee me the chance to be safe, but it just gave me a chance to be safe. So that's why I thought like I had to save it. So what I will say with that is if you're, if you're a future player playing the game, the way that Kylan made her feel about not even having to use her money because she was going to be so safe and he guaranteed her the safety for two weeks. When you get to this point in the game, if you do all that and then you go back on somebody and you go back on your word with that, that is going to be 
what we just were mentioning before, a very slippery slope to have to battle back to try to earn their vote in the jury if you're sitting in the final two spots. So you're saying you're saying if you tell Kylan, hey, I want to make this deal with you, I trust you, I'm not going to use my money this week because I have faith that you're not going to burn me. If she yeah. went in there and used it, even if she didn't get sent home this week, Kyle would have been like, we made this deal and she went, she went, that's what you're saying. She went back on it. Well, I'm saying for, for somebody that when you're in the house, if you guarantee somebody safety, you know, you saw with a, a lot of people, it, it causes that bitter jury moment to be like, I don't necessarily know I'm going to vote for them. Oh, and okay. it's something big from, from like Kylan's that. perspective, from Kylan's side, it's something big. Like, you know, yeah. for all of us that go to the end of the game, there's going to be an aspect of it where, you're like, oh, maybe I could have made that relationship a little bit better, but you want it to be something small. Like mine, the person that I was really nervous with was Devon because she came to me mm. and was like, I want to know if I'm going home this week. I want to know if I'm going home, so please do me that respect. And you know as well as I do, that is not an easy thing to do to tell somebody that is expecting you to keep them that they're going to go home because they could ruin your game. They could blow you up. They could also you know, start to spread rumors about you if you're the person that whose game they really want to bring down. So you never want to do it. Mm. But that's something that I was like, you know what? I got to roll with that into the jury because maybe I'll take my goodbye message and I'll try to mend it. Hopefully she gets over that. But that would be the biggest thing and the worst thing that hurdle that I have to get over. This is kind mm. of a big backstab. And these are things yeah. that you have to start focusing on when you're getting into the jury part and the jury management. We talked about it on our season. We were like, dude, a lot of people got screwed over, but they're going to have to pick one of us. That's, that's, that's part of the reason why we wanted to go to the end together. Yeah. Yeah. We knew so. they couldn't, I, I respect her response, but, and again, hindsight is always 2020. You know, if she could do it over again, knowing the outcome, I, I'm sure she would have played, um, but she wouldn't have been guaranteed safety. Like she said, even if she played, um, this is where, your mind can play tricks on you, but for me, if I were in there and I knew that Kylan was HOH and he had already put me on the block for his game, it would be smart to put me up again because it's just less blood on my hands. So mm -hmm. I would have felt like I might be the initial nom. If not the initial, I'm definitely a replacement. I don't know the specifics of the conversation. I saw bits and pieces of it. I, Kylan has a weird way of never like confirming anything. So yeah. I really wonder if he said, you have my word. You're not going on the block this week. Two weeks of safety for me. I think it was more like he always said, like, I would appreciate if that if that, if that happened. Or, you know, if this scenario did happen to play out, I do think it'd be advantageous to go forward with you in that position. But he yeah. never likes he never shook on it or anything. So I don't know. If I had the money, the 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 reward you could win as far as picking a veto player isn't that great of a reward. So I could see why she wouldn't use it. She couldn't have technically saved herself directly if she won it. She would just have a chance to. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree with her rationale, but obviously now looking out on the outside, looking in, it would have been great if she picked a play and picked Alyssa and, and Alyssa won. She'd be safe this week. Yep. But that's a, lot of, that's a lot of what ifs, so I don't yeah. blame her. The one thing that I will say about just like game in general, if somebody comes to you with promises when you are like either going for the HOH I, I th what I think happened is I think the conversation happened before he won the HOH. I could be mistaken, but if it was after he won the HOH, you never guarantee that to somebody as the HOH ever. Mm. You don't you don't give like the like he gave you an answer like that's something that I feel like could agree with. <laughs> you yeah. say you literally say word for word if you're a future house guest. Okay, that's definitely something I have to think about. 
You don't confirm yeah. or deny anything to them. And then when you right. do it, you then talk to them afterwards and be like, listen, and you give the rationale that I said before where she was nominated by Kylan already. Listen, I, I just, I don't, I want to limit the blood on my hands at the moment. I'm sorry. I already nominated you. It's just an easy way for me to keep less blood on my hands. You don't guarantee somebody they're going to stay off the block for two weeks of safety on your side. It's like, because you never know what week's going to play out. It was just all around poor for, for Kylan this week. But on her yeah, side, he you never get too comfortable. Even if somebody tells you you're safe, you never get too comfortable. And, and you know, this game, especially with the people outside the cookout, any any one of them that are expendable every week, it's yeah. just going to matter who's going to end up on the block on finale night. And, who, and, and the so far... The person who goes home is the person who's not the cookout member. Right. If you're not a cookout member and you're on the block next to one, you're going home. You're so that, that was the case. So when she was up there with Derek F., as soon as she got nominated, we all knew she was going home. And if the cookout continue, can continue to stay strong, that'll be the case all the way to the end where it'll finally be them going after each other. So right. it, it makes it a little predictable. I have seen some stuff on Twitter. Um, we had this a little bit on our season as well where obviously people are rooting for the cookout. But there's also a lot of people who are like, it's stagnant now. Like you just, mm -hmm. you just, it's every week. It's not a unanimous vote, but it's basically a unanimous vote with a pity vote. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to get into a spoiler in a minute. I think we're almost there. Is there anything else before I keep going down that road? Anything, final thoughts about Brittany? Yeah. So what I want to say is if you guys, because we don't get a chance to ask them this, I found Brittany's social. Um, yes, so if you guys want to follow Brittany on social media, her Instagram at least is Brittany, B R I. T-I-N-I underscore D-A-N-G-E-L-O. So if you guys want to connect with Brittany after the show, obviously she's not going to be out for quite a while. But if you guys want to connect with her, that is her Instagram social. So go find her there on Instagram, which I'm sure you can then connect to Twitter or any other platform she is on. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's going to be a wrap on Brittany. This is a little, it's so much fun, more fun when we're talking to him directly. Yeah, right? yeah. so much so fun. So we're going to make the best out of it with this. So do you want to hit like a quick five-minute version of the uh, up-to-date for the people who stuck around to the end, where we sit currently before we hopped on this recording? Uh, do you want to do, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do like a big spoiler because that these are stuff that may show on Sunday and some people might not like it. I, I think we well, that's what I'm saying. You can click off if you want though. Yo, yeah. Now's your chance guys. Yeah. Now's click off. Yeah. I just, I just think it's like, it's interesting considering what she's saying mm -hmm. and I think it really ties into it. So if you don't want to hear this next part, it's only going to be like two or three minutes. Spoiler if you alert. Don't, if you don't, we you already know who won HOH. That was on the show. But if you don't want to know who was nominated, click off right now. We appreciate your love and support. Go like, comment, subscribe, sign up for the audio podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen to. You know the spiel. We're going to do it every week because that's what we got to do. So, spoiler real quick. We'll go right into it. Sarah Beth nominated Claire and Derek F. And basically, Kylan nominated Claire and Derek F. So, yeah. to, to Brittany's point, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is she's right on. Mm -hmm. Those two are a duo, probably one of the stronger duos in the house. And basically, if one wins the HOH, the other one's safe. And they're kind of going after the same people. So you, here you have Claire and Derek F on the block. Yeah. And Is there a backdoor plan? I haven't. I honestly just saw that the two yeah. were nominated. I think, I personally think SB probably wants Claire gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Kylan definitely doesn't want uh, uh, Derek F gone. That's for sure. That's yeah. not happening. No. And so I, I actually think Claire will find a way to get off the block this week, whether it's a veto, whether it's Derek X winning the veto, taking her off. Because if he wins, he's going to take her off. Yeah. Um, and you'll probably end up having like a backdoor 
of Alyssa, yeah. or if someone else wins in the cookout, they might save they might save Derek F or they might save Claire and throw Derek X up. I think Derek, yeah. Derek X is in a lot of trouble this week yeah. if he doesn't win the veto. I agree with you. I agree so with you. we won't go too deep into it, but I just yeah. wanted to put that out there because Brittany, again, talking about her read, here you have an HOH where you have the first woman to win HOH this year. You think she's going to go out there. She was saying some stuff last night like, this isn't Kylan's HOH. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do things a little differently. She literally nominated the same people. And I saw the conversation where he talked to her about, this is your HOH, but I would nominate Claire and Derek F. And then said, but this is your HOH. You do whatever you want. And then she did exactly what he said. Exactly. Um, and really no rationale behind it. So we'll, we'll stop it there. There was one other thing I think we should address that you and I have been talking about, and we're going to start implementing it, and we want your feedback. Cody and I are really enjoying this, more than I think we thought we were going to. Yeah. And we want to continue this. We want to continue doing these two episodes per week for the Winner Circle, but uh, as far as Big Brother's concerned. But we also have a lot of other things that we want to talk about that we haven't really discussed because we're trying to keep it specific to Big Brother. But there's a lot of things going on in the world. You and I are living our own lives. You know, mm -hmm. we talk all the time, but I think it'd be cool to have some of the conversations that you and I, we've talked about this. We yeah. The conversations we're having off camera, we're building this community with you guys where we're reading your comments. We'd love to have these conversations with you. So we're going to try to start implementing. Maybe it'll be a separate episode. Maybe it'll be part of these bonus episodes. Um, but just talking about different things going on in the world because we're having fun doing this and we want to yeah. share it with you guys. So give us a comment down below as, as far as your feedback. Is this something we won't be offended if yeah. this is something more where you're like, guys, I love you, but I really don't want to I don't really care what else you have to say. I just want to <laughs> keep it strictly to, you know, honestly, yeah. Yeah, I just want to keep it strictly to big brother. And ultimately, even if you say that we're going to let the, the, the counts, the view counts decide what we do. And who knows? Even if the view count goes to the floor, we still might do it because we're having fun doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let us know, guys, in the comments below. As always, we love you guys. We appreciate the support. If you guys haven't done so already, please subscribe to the channel and turn on bell notifications. So the best. Why don't you take us out? I've been talking a lot. I don't know. I like, I like your sign out. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us here on the Winner's Circle. We will be back next week. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.